With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
back home and I love this movie from hell have you heard of that yep the Johnny Depp movie and uh, yep the story about Jack the Ripper based on the novel from hell actually a comic book I should say a graphic novel I shouldn't call it a comic book a graphic novel by Ellen Moore, I believe. Now, from what I understand, what the whole point is from Hell, uh, wasn't the writer, she was a forensic scientist, right? I believe so. Uh, I don't yeah. know very much about Ellen Moore, but, yeah, it, it basically, yeah, it yeah, could be she was true. A- she was a forensic scientist, and she wanted to take her forensic work in in order to find out exactly who Jack the Ripper was. And she found out, and she wrote a book about it. And she, you know, she did forensic science and all that groovy stuff, and she found out who Jack the Ripper was, which is really cool. So if anybody, I hate to say it, you're going to have to dig deep. And I thought that Nick was going to get me some. I was like, oh, okay, it's a DVD. Uh, Okay, so what is it? And it was like from hell. I unwrapped it, and it was from hell. I've been searching for this movie forever. I love the movie. It is such a great movie. And Nick found it. Oh, yeah. It's easy to find. you got to know where to look for it. Yeah, he found it at Walmart in the very back. He said, oh, I thought I'd just shuffle some through some movies. And it was like, oh, from hell. There it yeah. is. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. and I was yeah. so, I was like, oh. I was like, okay, DVD. Oh, from hell. And he was like, and he he stood there like Superman. Yeah, I found it. I found Uh, hell. I I believe we have Don on right now. Don. I'm here. Okay, yeah, we were just talking about this great Christmas gift. It was like my Red Ryder BB gun. 
Christmas gift. Somehow <laughs> is back in my possession. I used to watch it all the time when I was back home. And I had to leave uh-huh. my movie collection back home. And From Hell was part of my movie collection. And I'm trying, I was trying for, oh my gosh, like I've been here for what, six years? Six years uh-huh. I have been looking for From Hell. And Nick found it. And Have you ever thought about trying Amazon? You can find all this off the wall stuff on Amazon. Oh well, yeah, we did. In fact, he found me Angus for Christmas. Uh, the first year Christmas we spent together, because Angus uh-huh. was another movie that you know was in my. Have you guys ever seen Angus? Yeah, I think I've seen that one. You it's never a cute seen little movie. Oh my gosh, Dawn. Fantastic movie. How about the Superman speech that um, he gave the grandfather? Oh, who played the grandfather? Oh, my gosh. His name is right on the tip of my tongue. Oh, and he's Exorcist 3. He's been in everything. I want to say not George C. Scott. George C. Scott, Exactly. Yeah, how about I, I when he gave the speech? Yeah. George, I, I, yeah, when I don't he, know, he was but, speaking. Uh, but, yeah, it's a cute little movie, uh, Dawn. I'll have to check it out. Dude, Angus is fantastic. And, oh, it's a fantastic movie. And when well, he's talking about... You do, movie, you do find a lot of surprises ahead. at Walmart. Yeah, yes, you can. And, and, and Nick found and Nick found that pearl and gold. Speaking of, oh, speaking of Nick, he's got to go potty, but he'll be right back. But he doesn't well, that's have to like, go uh, My daughter's favorite book when she was younger was uh, "Where the Wild Things Are." Hey, yep. Oh yeah, classic. Okay, and last year we were looking through the. DVDs that were on sale, right, for like five bucks or whatever. Yeah. And I found the video of it, the DVD of it. Oh, so I yeah. it to her for Christmas. <laughs> there you go. You you know, that was her favorite book when she was a kid. And when I found the DVD, it was like, oh, my God, I have to get her this because she'll be really surprised. <laughs> yeah. And she yeah. was, yeah. you know. It was like one of those things she didn't expect mom to send her, you know, but I told her the kids could could watch it, but don't let the kids get a hold of it. Because <laughs> they like to leave it oh, in the well. DVD or take it out and put it on the table, you know. So Yeah. 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 Oh, I agree. Another thing that Nick got me for Christmas, which was a total surprise to me, he got me the Adele's new CD. Now, have you guys gotten the new CD of Adele yet? Have you ever listened to her? You don't listen to Adele? Oh my gosh! No. I gotta tell you, the it's it's beaten all kinds of records. It it sold uh-huh. three point five million dollars within the three point five million CDs. The first week it was released, uh-huh. I can see why. It is, I I don't really, you know, give criticisms with the show. Um, it is, without a doubt, one of the best CDs I've ever heard in a long time. 
I put it in the car. Every time I drive, I listen to a new Adele song. It is an amazing CD. Like, every song, it does not belong on the B-rated, uh, like, side two. Every song is amazing. This is, without a doubt, one of the best CDs I've ever heard. I'm going to put it out there. It it deserves. And hello, number reached number one in the shortest period of time, and it's still number one. There's a reason for that. This is an amazing CD. I, you guys yeah. listen to the CD. It is a fantastic CD. She has definitely outdone herself with this one. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Like Dawn. You know. Don't get me wrong. I know who she is, and I've heard her sing, and stuff like that through her music videos. And stuff like that. And it's like, you know, don't get me wrong. I never knock any musicians because, yeah, you know, the only the only problem, and I'm not talking about Odell there, but I'm mm-hmm. talking about other artists and stuff like that. Yeah. It, it's funny because, like, you know, some of these performers, that like, they, you know, have big heads. And stuff like that, but it takes oh, like God, a whole, yeah. almost, almost a whole army of people to write the song for them, and and then if you look back like twenty some odd twenty five thirty years ago, when music was still going popular, it's like I I see these memes about how, you know, like hey this person had like this big hit, and it took 10 people to write one song. And then they have a photo of, like, Freddie Mercury of Queen and saying, hey, this band only had one person write the whole song compared to the 10 who wrote the song for this other artist and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, they can't claim... You know, it's like, hey, that's why I'm just saying some some performers say they're great, and I will never knock them because they're great performers live and whatnot. But at times, I just sit there and go like, oh, how many people uh, help you write this song for you? Or yeah. if it's yeah. like, oh, you know, it's just like, God, you know, well, it's like there are some songs... I love listening to, and then there are other songs that get way overplayed, and you get sick and tired of them. And this yeah. goes for every single band, every artist. It's like I can understand like some like some artists go like, "I God, I hate this song. Why did it become a hit? You know, uh, I don't really want to perform that song. You know." Yeah, the guy who did, uh, she blinded me with science. Yeah, he's sick of this song. Yeah. Thomas Dolby. One of my books, the new books that are coming up. Oh. Uh, well, that, you know. I did not know that. One of the books that's coming out with people publishing is uh, is uh, uh, 2011 album. Oh, I didn't know we had a 2011 Oh, 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 okay, okay, I get it now, I get it now. 
Yeah, yeah and like, Thomas Gold yeah, and he, him singing, I'm so sick and tired of this song. Why do people only want to hear this song? Well, oh, yeah, it's it, it, like I said, uh, like my my whole thing, and God love them, and God love everybody else too. Uh, it's like my philosophy is like when MTV first started out and all that, I kind of went like every musician, you know, like for the videos, when they first started coming out, it's sort of like, um, yeah, every, uh, you know, seems like every actor wants to be a musician. And every musician wants to be an actor, you know. Yeah. With some of the videos, you know, concepts. And I'm just going like, okay, go for it, you know. Karen. Yeah, and, you guys, you yeah. know. Yeah, it's okay. I got a brilliant song concept. Let's make it into a movie. Oh, thank you, ACDC. Uh, <laughs> yes, but I, you know it's gonna be a great video when you see like "Don't Worry, Be Happy" that Robin Williams is gonna join the video. You know it's gonna uh, be yeah. a great video at that time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, I saw that video just like about a few weeks ago. Yes, Paul Simon and Bobby McFerrin. No, no, actually, don't don't worry, be happy. Yeah, with Bobby McFerrin, Paul Simon, Robin Williams, and Chevy Chase. Or was that uh, be my bodyguard, and you can call me Al? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Sorry, I, I was watching that video too. So it's sort of like, eh? oh man, I totally forgot how much you know. It's a fun video, but after hearing it for, like, the billionth time in, like, years, you know, why? Shut my brain off, please. Oh, come I, on. I, I don't want to be happy. Okay, okay. You guys got to make a concession. There's two songs that I totally, like, jam to in the song, in the stoplights. I don't care who's looking at me. I'm jamming. Number one, Queen, Bohemian Rhapsody. Come on. Oh, when you got Don't you always stand up tall in front of the... I see a little silhouette of a man's got a Exactly. Seven bolts of lightning, very, very frightening. Please, Galileo. Don't you even, like, put your hand like... Come on, I know you guys stand up taller. In the oh, car yeah, when it's just certain, you're right, though. There are certain certain songs, and most of them are classics, that, right. you know, you just can't help yourself. Or, 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 how about, how about this one, too? How about We Are the Champions? Hold on.
see. He came in with little Larry. You don't care who's watching you. You're just like, yeah, I did There are just certain songs that, that you can't not get into. Okay. All right. Dawn and Joe. You're in traffic. Phil Collins in the air tonight. Are you oh, or yeah. are you waiting for that drum roll in your car? You go. Yep. Come on. You've done the drum roll in your car. Admit it. You've done the drum roll. Oh yeah, there's the a couple drum. songs that definitely make you do that. I can feel it. Coming in the air tonight. What's your feeling is that drum roll? You're waiting for that. You're not oh, yeah, waiting definitely. for that. Well, right, right. how, about, how about this one? How about Bat Out of Hell? Oh, Bat Out of Hell by Meatloaf. 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 Okay. You cannot so not listen to that song oh, and get into it. Go on. Go ahead. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, well, that's one of the songs you cannot just not listen to it. You have to get into it. Yeah, yeah you yeah. have to. It's it's kind of like, okay. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to say the name of the song. is already stuck in my head, but it's already there, so I might as well say it. I would do anything for love. Exactly. Run lady in the hell and back. I would do anything for love. Never lie yep. to you. And that's what oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Meatloaf. Oh, Meatloaf, Meatloaf was the bomb, okay? He's just awesome. He is. Don't get me wrong. Oh, my gosh. When him and... when. Who does not fight with, oh, my gosh, his, his, Gary Busey. Who does not fight with Gary Busey? And did you guys see Celebrity Apprentice? Yeah. Uh-uh. When he was on it with Gary Busey, who does not fight yeah. with Gary Busey anymore? Everybody fights yeah. with Gary Busey. He, he, makes, he, <laughs> like, he makes you want to argue. <laughs> well. Here you go. Seriously. If you ever watch him. Yep. Go ahead. Go ahead, Don. Yeah. You know, he he does. He makes you want to argue with him. I know. In fact, uh, bless her little heart, uh, Sue Dent. Sue Dent was at a convention when Gary Busey was there. And Sue did, you know, she definitely wanted to meet Gary Busey on account of me because I love Gary Busey. I mean, how could you, he's got that little face. How could you not love Gary Busey? He's crazy enough not to love. That's his problem. Like, he's so crazy. It's kind of like, like, I've never been a fan of Tom Cruise, and then Tom Cruise went crazy, and I was like, I like Tom Cruise, though. But I still don't yeah, watch his movies. Is okay. Yeah, and he, I think, but he, I think, he was more entertaining to me when he's jumping on Oprah Winfrey's crowd saying, I love her, I love her. He, looked like, a fucking, he looked like a three-year-old having a fucking tantrum. I mean, come on, <laughs> grow up. Exactly. Well, you know? I, I, prefer, I prefer Tom Cruise as an actor. 
Actually, uh, I would have to. I would have to go with Johnny Depp. No, no, his favorite, go my favorite Jerry character. Get my Johnny He's Depp has two. Me. Johnny Depp has two characters that he's played that are my favorites. Okay, and I don't care what you say. Jack Sparrow is awesome. Okay, because oh, he's yeah. crazy you wild. Know, Johnny, you've seen the videos what Johnny Depp's doing right now. Is that he's like making appearances to like children's hospitals as Jack Sparrow. I know. I was so impressed by that. Okay. That yeah, that is put like, him up there on a pedestal, okay? Doing that for kids. Well, you know, yeah. he also – did you know he also adopted an orphan bat? Yes, I yeah. see that. It seems like Johnny Depp feeds his orphan but, bat. Oh, my gosh. But do you so know cool. what he named it? But do you know what he named it? What? Little Jackie Sparrow. <laughs> Okay. How cool is that? Okay, that is so cool. And he cool. Uh, recently went back, went back to check on the bat. Yeah, that I think is awesome because I would adopt a bat. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. The girls are like, "Oh my gosh, that is so cute!" And Joe's like, "Yeah, yeah." I think yeah. it's awesome. I would do it. I think it's I would awesome it. too. I think it's awesome. By the way, um, I would like to give an update. I don't know if you guys have been watching the photos. And I hated it, that photo that Nick took with me with the butterfly. And it looked oh, like I, I think it was cool. The, the Donald Trump uh, lips that I had when I was holding them. And uh-huh. I had Donald Trump. I had laryngitis at that time. I was really sick, and I still took the photo. I was like, I don't feel good. Well, actually, he's like, and Nick is like, and the best I can get was the Donald Trump duck lips. Um, He's still alive. Awesome. We've got him in this um, in-cage closure. I picked him up last night. I haven't tried it, but he looks, I mean, it's really cold now. Butterflies oh, okay. are not supposed to be out this time of year, which really surprised us. And let me tell you the story about this. If none of you know this, we were cooking out, and this butterfly landed on me, and they don't uh-huh. do that. I remember Nick posting something about that. humans, and there it was, like, just And I'm like, Nick? And I picked it up. You know how you pick up a bird? You kind of push it underneath the breast, and the bird totally gets up on your feet when you push up yeah. on their breast. They, they, they step up. The butterfly did that, and I'm like, Whoa! It's I had that happen a couple times. I've been outside in the, working on my garden and had a butterfly land next to me, and I put my finger under it, and it just crawled right up on my hand and wouldn't get off. Isn't that like one of the most amazing feelings? Like, wow! Oh, definitely, this butterfly feels no fear. I mean, it's but this one landed like right on my chest, and I'm like. I got a butterfly on me. And 
I normally hate bugs. Butterflies, I mean, we don't consider them bugs, right? But they are I a bug. Yeah, but when you think about it, and I hate bugs, and it, it, it crawled right up on my finger, and I'm like, Nick, do the barbecue. And this butterfly stayed with us for like four hours, like on me. It gave me butterfly kisses. I put it on my face and everything, and I, I could see feel the it little it's thing. Awesome. Yeah, that little tongue. I could even hear it because it crawled next to my uh, ear, and I could hear its little Aww. tongue like, giving me kisses. And I'm like, that's what butterfly kisses is all about. I see it but, now. You know what? Think about this. Like you said, okay, this is not the time of the year for butterflies, okay? So but yet where this one is still but, but this one is still surviving. So there's yeah. a reason for it. There's a reason for yeah. it because you know, it's a miracle kind of. It is. And that's exactly how Nick and I are taking it. And after a few hours it flew up in the rafters with us and we thought, okay, well, and we got a ghost in the rafters with, like, this uh, plastic ghost. And I was like, okay, so he just flew up there. I don't want to get the ladder. Three days later, and Nick is walking, and he noticed that the cat Rocky, our cat Rocky, was, like, hovering over something. And Nick almost tripped over Rocky. And... He looked down, and there's Rusty on the carpet. And I didn't know that all this happened, and I came home from work, and Nick is like, oh, so we got uh, dinner guests tonight. And I'm like, I didn't see any cars out there. What do they do, walk? And he's like, no. And he unzipped the tent because we were trying to protect Rusty. And he unzipped the tent, and he was like, Rusty's in the tent. I was like, oh, my gosh, Rusty is still alive. And he was like, yeah, wow. he's still alive. That's crazy. Him. And, but he looked down at uh, Rocky, who was trying to attack Rusty, and so we had this little enclosure pin because Nick wants to get me the a lizard, and we bought this like four years ago. And um, nice. figured out how to feed the butterfly and everything. And last night we picked him up. I think he's on his last leg now. But it is to last this long is crazy. I know. And I haven't checked on him today yet, but last night I did. And he was still alive last night. And I'm like, what? You think that's crazy? You think that's crazy, okay? All this time, I thought they were ladybugs, right? Uh I assumed they were ladybugs because they look like ladybugs. Okay, well, as soon as fall starts to hit, we get them so bad that I had to use my vacuum and my shop vac to suck these buggers up because there were so many in the house, you know? Uh And uh, Whitey made tea one night, and he says, Mom, what do I do? I put the lid on it, but they still got in the tea. I said, dump it out. You can't use it. 
And, um, I mean, they're in everything. I mean, my windows, my doors are covered in them. Well, as it turns out, my son looked it up, and apparently they're like ladybugs, but they're Asian bugs. You know what I'm talking about? They're called Asian something. But they're, they look like ladybugs. Well, these little fuckers bite, okay? And they bite hard, believe it or not. And yeah. I still have them in my house in the middle of winter. I still have like, these bugs in my house. We don't wow. know how they're getting in. We don't know how they're getting in. When it first happened, um, my the entire outside of the house was covered, my windows, my doors, everything. And they get in because the weather is so crazy right now. Wow. It gets warm for a couple of days, and they come back in. You would think they'd be dead by now, but they're not. So, you know, it's kind of weird. Yeah. So if anybody wants them, they can come get them. I have plenty of them. <laughs> yeah, you know you what mean, it is. It's a hey, did you, lizard, you can come down here, come out here and get all the bugs you want. It's true. They're a nuisance. They get into everything. You know what happened is somebody came in out of the country and they showed up with one bug and they know how to live in the climate and no I'm kidding, I'm making conspiracy. Yeah. But I think I got a point. Well, hey, anything's possible, but I mean yeah. these th- there's thousands of them. I'm talking thousands of these things. And for like the first week or two, you literally have to shop back your windowsills and behind your furniture because they're everywhere. They're all over the floor, the walls, the ceiling. Yeah. And if they are up there, they die up there. My sink. I constantly have to wash my sink out because there's like piles of them in there. Well, Don, when you come to visit us, please don't bring me those birds. Bugs. Oh, yeah. come on. Don't you want some bugs, lady looking bugs? No. You'll have a lizard. You'll defeat the lizard for weeks, months, maybe. No. Yeah, no. I have lizards. Oh, I, uh, I don't know. I you know, I'm thinking maybe I ought to get a lizard because that may be the only way to get rid of them. Oh, you well, should get a bearded fun. dragon. Bearded oh, dragon. Oh, so cool. Well, I, what's the other one? Exactly. A bearded dragon? Yes. What was the other one? Yes. That's that's what this case Komono. is for, the bearded dragon. It's the bearded it's dragon. They look like that. they got spikes all over them. And they're so sweet. And oh, yeah, so they're cool. They are cool. I was playing with one at the pet store one day. Ah, uh, they're like, if you were to ever get, like, your kid a lizard, it's like uh, the first lizard to start with is in a bearded dragon. Well, that's one so of the things that back. Wyatt wanted one time. And then there was another one, but I can't remember what it was. But you know what he really wants? Okay, what? he wants a scorpion. Ooh. Yeah, there's a hell no to that one. Yeah, I got to I got to tell you. I'm going to agree with you this one because I um I was born in Florida when my mom left left um my dad, my my real father Tony. We moved to Arizona and uh we moved to uh, Arizona, Arizona, and the town was actually called Scorpion County. 
And we were playing, you know, schoolyard boy and girl games before cell phones came out. It was boys chases the girls. And we had to be set into a tire. Like, we had, like, these big tires on the playgrounds. So I got Uh caught by a boy, not by accident. He was cute. (laughs) Yeah, I know how that works. So, yeah, so you know what I'm talking about. So he tagged me, and I got put in a tire. Scorpion stung me. I still got the scar on my leg. And my cousin Richie. I said, stung by the scorpion because it hurt. I mean, it is worse than a bee sting. And I remember this. Oh, yeah. I was like, scorpion. And the teacher, my teacher, like, slung me out of the tire, and I was rushed to the hospital. I still got the scar. No, no scorpion. Yeah, uh, he's been fascinated with him for years, you know. When he moves yeah. out, then he can do what the hell he wants. But until then, it ain't uh, happening. Yeah, boy versus girl, school tag yard, got stung oh, yeah. by a scorpion, hurt like hell. I'm not going to oh, lie. I bet. It hurt. They, <laughs> and well, they say I, the it's painful. Teacher, and like, you know what's. Me out. You know, and my older brother was on the playground, too. And my cousin Richie, he was like, he just got stung by a scorpion, and next thing I know, I'm in the hospital. I'm like, well, well you know what's really bad though? The, the smaller they are, you know, like the baby scorpions. Okay, the baby scorpions are more dangerous because they can't control their venom. Yeah, so just you like get the their venom a lot yeah. stronger. Yeah, you know, and that's, mine was mine was full grown, and um. I think mine was dying because it was dead by the time, like, when they checked it. I don't know if uh-huh. I put my knee on it and that's when I got stung. I don't yeah. know. But the scorpion was dead, but I still got stung. And next thing I know, wow. like I said, I'm in the hospital. And my brother Paul, he remembered that. He was like, yeah, you got stung. And... and I still got the scar, like, on my leg. There's still a scar. It's not pleasant. It's not fun. No. Um, you, I've seen people that tame them, but uh, it's kind of like, you know, are you going to tame a bee? <laughs> you know? Yeah, really. Is your bee going to be your best friend? Okay, you're going to be a beekeeper, but I guarantee that if you take off that bee costume, you're going to be stung by one. (laughs) Yeah, so I tell tell your son, no, it really hurts. Oh, no, I told him he'll know is what I told him. (laughs) He'll know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely say no, because next thing I know, I was like, Scorpion! And next thing, you know, I remember being, I remember the teacher. She was long, blonde hair, uh, probably in her mid-20s, like, pulling me out of that. And the next thing I know, I'm hearing, well, I didn't I didn't hear Richie and my brother talking. And the, Paul told me, he was like, I remember that day. You're being hauled off in an ambulance because it's because I was stung. No, it's not fun. 
I still got a scar. And it turned out that the scorpion was dead. So I think maybe, I don't know if it died because it stung me or if it died because it was protecting the fact that I was stepping on it. I'm not really sure how that works with them. I know if their stinger is cut off, they'll die. Yeah, so maybe that's what happened is because they did say that the scorpion was dead in the tire. They told me later the scorpion was dead. So I don't know if it stung me right before it died or what, but I still got the scar. And I was uh, six years old, and I don't want to say how old I am now. but You're lucky. As small as you were, that could have been really bad. Yeah. So I just remember, like, the teacher, like, scoop. I do remember that. The teacher was like, and I remember her clutching me, and I remember in the hospital, and I remember my brother saying, yeah, uh, Richie, the cousin told me she was just stung by, and the, the, the elementary school I was at was called Scorpion High School. Of course there were scorpions there. Don't play boys chases girls. Put them in a tire because there's going to be scorpions in there. Oh, the irony of life. Don't you love it? Yeah, that is kind of weird. Scorpion. When we were talking about um, Johnny Depp, the other character that is is my favorite character that he did would be have to be Barnabas Collins. Ah, the remake of Dark Shadows. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. that's the two my two favorite ones that Johnny Depp has ever done: Jack Sparrow and Barnabas Connell. All right, okay. All right. I'm gonna give you guys. And I mentioned this to everybody at work today. I was like, "Here's a movie." We were mm-hmm. talking about Tom Cruise earlier. Here's yeah. a movie with Tom Cruise. This movie had everybody in it. John C. Riley, um, William H. Macy, all great actors, and so many more. Magnolia. Has anybody ever seen the movie Magnolia? I remember. I, I, I have. I've heard of it, but I I think I've it. heard of it, but I don't think I've seen that one. Well, I, I, you know, this is the thing for me. You know, guy who loves watching movies and mm-hmm. saw that. There are some movies that look really great, but might not be my type of ideal of a movie that I want to sit and watch, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. I, and there's I nothing wrong with I, I will tell you this about Magnolia. I was talking, I, I told the guys all over because we were talking about movies. Uh-huh. I was like, this is, it has everybody in it. Tom Cruise, I mean, everybody that you could think of is in this movie. It uh-huh. is such a great movie, and it didn't do well in the box office, but the movie has such it is, I will say this, and I'm hoping that it will not go down tomorrow. It's on mm-hmm. YouTube. Go yeah. to YouTube. I, the whole movie is on there. Of it course. is, uh, without a doubt, one of the funniest, unexpected, humorous movies 
that you will ever see. And if it shows up not on Nick, remember we watch Magnolia on YouTube. Remember I showed you Magnolia yeah. with Tom with Tom Cruise. That's the one John, about the tree that has the leaves. No. No. No, I showed you Magnolia with Tom Cruise. With John, the leaves on it and then no, and they were the different characters. No, and you're thinking of the I would be Bigfoot. Yeah, big, big something. Oh, no, I got Bigfoot. That's it. Bigfoot's coming to town uh, next week. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Uh, I like the Tower of Babel where all of a sudden we're talking about, like, several different things at once. Okay, That's right. No, <laughs> Nick, no. I showed you. Yeah. With, uh, yeah, I know what uh, Magnolia. Yes, yes, I remember Magnolia. Yes. It's a great movie. Yeah, not to be confused with that movie. Uh, yeah, Tom Cruise is in it still Magnolia as well. Right now, at least a couple of weeks ago. So check yeah. it out. I got to tell you, you guys are going to watch it, and you guys are going to tell me how you feel about it, because it is like one of the funniest movies. Speaking of Nicholas Kowalski, uh, you know what? What a better movie than that is Godzilla versus Megalon. There you go. I, 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 uh, yeah, now, see, was, now yeah. that would be my son's thing. He loves all of the old Godzilla movies. Oh, <laughs> I love all the new ones too. They're all like. I think one of his favorites though is uh, with Mothra. Yes. Oh, yeah, Mothra's great with the, like, little twin uh, Japanese uh, girls. Yeah. Yeah. Call them Mothra. Well, I got him the perfect Christmas present this year, talking about old movies. His favorite old movie is The Wolfman with Lon Chaney Jr. Oh, indeed, yeah. Oh, that was, that's a great movie, that great story, like, great everything. Wow, that's his... the day. Oh, he loves it, okay? <clears throat> so they had uh, all these collector uh, editions of, of different movies. So when I went up there to go pick it up, they had moved the display. They took it down, and I'm sitting there looking all over Walmart for this movie for him for Christmas. And so I asked somebody, I said, look, i got to have this movie. Luckily, there was a couple left, so I got it for him. And it not only has that but it has all all these collection of all these movies like um all the wolfman ones it's got uh abbott and costello with the frankenstein it's got all these movies on it plus it's got like a dvd of just all these extras from all the movies oh extras are great yeah i mean we paid 18 bucks for it but it was like so worth it because it has so much packed on it and uh and he got his movie, so that made me happy, and he was pretty tickled with it, too. You, you know what? Um, uh, I, I, uh, uh, reaching back into my, uh, my uh, uh, I guess, early 90s past, there was a friend of mine when I used to work at the Penny Sleeper Inn right next door to Disneyland. I used to work at all the hotels and motels around Disneyland. Uh-huh. Get fired from one for doing something stupid, and I just go to the other one. Um, at the Penny Sleeper Inn, there is a guy uh, that I met named Joe Rendazzo, and uh, um, I used to go over to his apartment. He had a computer, 
And I was going, wow, that's really cool that you got a computer. Nobody else I know has a computer yet. And it was uh-huh. way back. And um, and uh, uh, he had a laser disc collection. So I'd go over to his place um, to find out all the cool stuff that's coming out in the theaters, all the all the all the um, uh, um, all the rumors. Uh, about movies coming out uh, and things, it, and he would like he would be the no-to guy, the 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 guy that knew everything. He would uh-huh. get pirated like uh, uh, VHS tapes straight from like somebody from the studios. He would like show. I would come over, oh, just like cool. eat popcorn and watch The Mask like six months before it came out, uh, with a lot oh, of the animation like not in there yet. And he had this uh-huh. cool, like, laser disc collection with all these extra things, like Alien, with all the extra stuff that they left out. Nowadays, I, I say that because nowadays, um, and that was, like, really, like, juicy to me then. Nowadays, you could walk to any place, like Walmart. You could you could go anywhere online. You could get, like, DVDs and, and Blu-rays with extras. But back in that day, it was, like, God knew. I mean, I felt like I was like on the inside with a lot of the yeah, stuff. Really? And granted, yeah. you got like stuff from Hollywood and things that were kind of exclusive. I still have some to this day. Um, some copies of some of the stuff, like like Bram Stoker's Dracula, like outtakes and things that they don't even show uh-huh. on Blu-rays and things. But it's we we take for granted now. It's it's like nowadays. All the extras and the making of parts and everything are all like, you know, okay, buy buy our new like uh, this movie just came out. You got the DVD plus all these extras, right. you, know, you know, make it yeah. like, so, so, like for example, like I forgot what it is, like any movie, and I agree with you. Nowadays, it's like the only company I remember back in the mid eighties, nineties. The only company doing stuff like that was the old Full Moon Company, where they yeah. like give you the behind the scenes, and I'll play you the trailer that we're on. Well, yeah, this is, what this says on it, it says the Wolfman Complete Legacy Collection. Yeah. All seven films from the original Legacy from 1935 to so it has Ooh, the Wolfman. That would be a great collection to have, yeah. All oh, the universal. yeah, it has the Wolfman, uh, Frankenstein meets the Wolfman, House of Frankenstein, House of Dracula, Abbott and Casella meet Frankenstein, Wolfman of London, and She-Wolf of London. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is Back in the day in junior high school, we would have like uh-huh. a special assembly where we'd have to, like, pay a dollar to get in. We'd have, like, some food. Everybody would get together to watch. Uh, I, I, they'd pull down the big screen, and we'd watch Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. It, it oh, would be, cool. like, a big thing back in the day. For, well, what it says for bonus features, it says uh, Monster by Moonlight documentary. It's got the Wolfman from Ancient Curse to Modern Myth, Pure... Pure in Heart, The Life and Legacy of Lon Chaney Jr. Uh, he Who Made Monsters, The Life and Art of Jack Pierce. The Wolfman Archives, Abbott and Casella Meet the Monsters. Two feature commentaries, production photography, photographs, and theatrical trailers from. Oh, yeah. 
You know, that's so cool that that's available to us nowadays. Yeah, it because, is. because it, like I was saying, you know, it was like, not a, like it was like all you had to do is just like a, a, and who I he he was the Joe was the only person that I knew back in the day that actually had a laser disc with the extras in it. And now nowadays it's just everybody can get these like juicy like extra things about the making of all those like old movies and any movie. But, uh, oh yeah, and you know he's not—he's not your average eighteen-year-old. His, his, his movie heroes are Lon Chaney Jr., Bela Lugosi, all those guys. Those are the movies that you know I introduced to him when he was little, and you know these are his favorites. You know, I mean, most eighteen-year-old kids do not have. You know, most eighteen-year-old kids. With with uh, Bella Lugosi and how how he kind of really was. Uh huh. Ed Wood. Ed what, what Wood. Do you think of that? Yeah, Ed Wood. That, yeah, that, that was a good movie. Oh that. yeah. Yeah, they. Uh, I they, mean, you know. I I really wish that they would make more movies out of um, like biographies of like Lon Chaney Jr. and how they were like, like that. They tried to make an effort like with Ed Wood. With Bella Lugosi, and then they uh-huh. they did like um the the um like Clive Barker uh, produced that one movie about the guy who directed um um the Bride of Frankenstein, uh, Gods and Monsters. James uh, Well, uh-huh. yeah, James well. and uh, and stuff. I wish that they could like uh, Hollywood instead of remaking everything all the time and doing everything that tries to make. You know, tons of money. Like tap into that kind of stuff. Um, oh, I know yeah, that Universal definitely. is Universal is is going to try to remake um, all the Universal monsters. Again, they tried with the uh, with uh, oh, with Bram Stoker's Dracula and Frankenstein uh-huh. with with Rana, and then uh, and then the Mummy oh, turned out to be a good franchise, but it wasn't the Mummy that we knew with Boris Karloff. Right. So they're just yeah. trying to reinvent everything. Word has it, and and close to my heart is Creature from the Black Lagoon because my uncle, oh, the yes. uncle, was uh, was oh, Antonio yeah. and Creature. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I even tried to throw them like screenplay concepts, but they, they don't care who I am. Little old me. Oh, we care, Nick. We do. I know, I know for the last, let's say 20 years or so that Mm -hmm. the creature from the Black Lagoon has been talked about, about being remade because originally, like in the 80s, I know John Carpenter was thinking of redoing The Creature from the Black Lagoon, but it never got mm-hmm. off the ground and yeah. stuff like that. And, yeah, nobody's ever, like, it's, it's, it has a legacy of, like, uh, being flipped around in Hollywood, but nobody's actually done it. They can't figure yeah, out a great right. way to actually make it work. Do it. Well, the you last know, time we saw I always, I always believed, I always believed with my kids that I wanted them to see the stuff that I grew up on. You know, like Lon Chaney Jr. and the Wolfman, and you know, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes and stuff like that. Because without all of that, we wouldn't have what we have today. You know, True. and and those guys were the 
they were the groundbreakers. You know, they they broke ground on on horror movies. They they made them what they are today. You know, uh, and that's what know, I wanted yeah, my kids to experience. It's really uh, hard I, to I, sell the to to sell to our children the kind of stuff that we grew up on because. Um, the way that society and media works is it gets more um, fast-paced and um, um, uh, uh, people's attention spans grow weaker and weaker. And so yeah. a lot of the stuff, if you look at the whole curriculum of film back from the very beginning up until now, back in the day, it was slower and you know, and it yeah. took time to get to that point. And now it's like it goes so it goes by so, so quickly, a lot. And, yeah. and so because of people's attention spans, it's it's what sells. And 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 well, Hollywood and filmmakers like realize, you know, you got to like, you know, you got to pick up the pace. Pardon the pun with the yeah, you know, the, the sauce. <laughs> but, well, well, I must have, I must have done something right because. These are his people he oh, looks up dumb. to, like Bill Lugosi, Lon Chaney Jr. You know, these oh, are the dumb. guys that he looks up to. And Your you know, son's going to hate me. Your why? son is going to so hate me. Why? Because in April, uh, out in Pasadena, now that they moved by convention that I love going to, uh-huh. uh, Monster Palooza, which they yeah. moved to Pasadena, well... So far, their guest list includes Sarah Carlotte, I believe, oh, uh, Bela Lugosi Jr., and the Cheney family. Oh, my God. I would, I, would love to be able to sh- I would love to be able to send him out there to just to get to meet these people because, you know, he was, a, he was asking me the other day, you know, when we were talking about Lon Cheney Jr., you know, he goes, Mom, uh, well, you know, what were his parents like, you know, or were they tough on him? And, you know, I said, you can probably look up and find some stuff on that. But he's interested in not just them as an actor, but, you know, how they grew up and, you know, what made them who they were, you know. Yeah, I've met his, uh, no, uh, senior senior and junior's great-great-granddaughters uh-huh. and their great-great-grandson, Ron. Very nice guy. They're both, all three of them are very sweet and stuff like that. And they're always usually at Monster Palooza selling pictures. If you go, go, maybe you can hook them up with an autograph because that would, like, be freaking awesome. I'll I'll, I'll talk to them. Oh, Uh, we all need autographs. You know, and of I mean, course, I get, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's right. great to like, accumulate autographs, put them on your wall, and after like several years, like like look at them and go, yeah, you know, that was back in the day. You know, I got an autograph from that from that chick from that movie, from that guy from that movie, and I loved. I've always loved that movie, and you know, it's always great to like just like that's the thing, you know. Um, from, for, from him, for him, it would, for him, it would be a big deal because, like I said, he really loves these guys, you know, and he loves Long Chaney Jr. and the Wolfman. So that would be like a super big deal for him. Oh, oh I don't um, think you'll get uh, autographs from any of those, like, people 
<laughs> you know, I mean, uh, from the legacy behind that, though, I mean, uh, um, uh, what they've handed down, like the the Boris Karloff's descendants and and people yeah. that especially do, still do conventions and things that that autograph their their uh, predecessors, their 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 you know their uh, their grandfathers, fathers' uh, legacy and and stuff. That's cool too. That's that you know, I mean, the, the more time goes by, the more all that stuff goes like uh, further away. It's up to people like us to keep them alive, too. Oh yeah, and you know he's eighteen. I'll tell you what, and and especially he probably knows more about these guys than any other eighteen-year-old. Some eighteen-year-olds would probably say, "Who's that?" Whereas he'd sit there, "Well, you know, this guy did this, you know, and he could tell you about it, you know." Right. So he really looks up to them. Well, and that's a great thing, and you know, and maybe we should try to talk to you know Nick or Francie, uh, you know, because I can you know and try to book some of them, you know, see if they want to be willing to come on and discuss, you know, because like right now I'm I'm looking at the Monster Palooza guest list right now just because I finally got online. I've been kind of staying offline for the whole holiday mm-hmm. thing, and uh-huh. so and it's like I'm just going to give you a rundown of the guests that they so far have added. Uh, uh-huh. You have Alex Winter, who is also in The Lost Boys, and of course Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Freaks, which he directed. Uh-huh. Uh, Freaks. <laughs> uh, David Naughton of The American Werewolf. Doug Bradley of Hellraiser fame. Ashley Lawrence, also of Hellraiser fame. Tom uh-huh. Savini, Fred Williamson, Joe Alvarez, who is the art director, production designer, producer, director of a night, like Night Gallery, The Sugar Line Express, Jaws 1 and 2 Escape, Close Encounter, Jaws 3D, Julie Adams from The Creature from the Black Lagoon, there, Nick. Um, you know, Basil Gogo, famed illustrator and monster portrait uh, artist. Bill Lugosi Jr. from Lugosi Enterprise. Sarah Karloff of Karloff Enterprise. And the Cheney family of the Cheney Entertainment. And they're all on Facebook, I believe. Or most of them. I know the Cheneys are. Uh-huh. Uh, but, you know, you can always add them and and yeah. stuff like that, and you can explain to and uh, just tell them, hey, my son really looks up to your great-granddad and yeah. stuff like that, and he'd like that, you know, ask, you know, ask, well, like you know, it, like Yvonne Mason, ask. Like, uh, yeah. Yvonne Mason and I were talking one night, and I was telling her about, you know, how he likes, you know, Bella Lugosi, Lon Chaney, and all those, and um, she said, well, you raised him right anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, hey, I, you know that's, that's what's important. We got to remember these people. These people started it all. You know. Right. And that's what I wanted my kids. I wanted my kids to experience all the old stuff and the B movies. What we thought were right. like awesome when we were kids. Oh you know? yeah, when we were and, little And all kids, my kids yeah. love watching all the old stuff. You know, they like the new yeah, stuff, but they also thing. like to watch yeah. that. 
you know, and that's the good thing. And, you know, and the thing is with some of the older stuff, you may not see some of the flaws. Or even with some of the newer stuff and their newest effects and tricks and how they do all that and stuff like that. And you go, wow, you know, how the heck did they do that? You know, can someone show me behind the scenes how you did that? You know, it's like, no, we can't. We don't want to give it away. It's top secret. It's a flying bat. Never mind. <laughs> that that shadow joke. Uh, TV series, that is. Not the movie, but the TV series. Because I always have fun watching the old Shark Shadow series. And oh, sometimes yeah. seeing and the nice blunders. It, Netflix has the Dark Shadow series. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you look at the bloopers and you go like, Wow. I remember that, you know. Yeah. Uh, I see the boom mic popping down or, you know, or someone for, forget their lines. And I'm like, yeah. uh, I'm giving you this strange look. What, why is that? You know, oh, you know, and fun stuff, you know. You got you got to love the classics because, I mean, you do. that's where it all began. Right. It, it, it's like, you know, like I was like, Talking to my next door neighbor, you know, we're talking about. Uh, my friend had asked me, you know, hey, he goes, when's that April eight movie out? And I go soon. And I go, but if you want to go and sit through almost three hours or so for a movie, go ahead. You know, yeah, I'm not gonna stop you. You know, because sometimes, like I was talking to my sister in law, and I go. You know, you go, you see a movie, and Nick, uh, I'll agree on this. Sometimes a movie that's an hour and a half long feel longer if it's totally, you're not into it. And you go, please let this movie end. Or or if you're watching a three-hour movie and you're just going like, wow, that just totally dragged. Why would I end this movie for three hours? Yeah. You know, it's like the last movie I saw that was like three hours long and I wasn't totally bored with and uh-huh. was like Mel Gibson's Braveheart. I couldn't believe how, you know. It oh, I couldn't wait you know, to see that. That was awesome. You know, it wasn't, you know, slow. It wasn't super fast, but it was just right. You know, yeah, it kept and your then, attention. Uh, and then, right. And then, of course, uh, the big one. Titanic, which you know, you sat there and you go like, please end. Uh, you know, I'm not knocking the filmmakers, I'm not knocking the actors or anything like that. But, you know, the best part of the movie about Titanic everyone joked about was when the ship sank. You know, yeah. like, I'm like, thank you. You know, sorry it was a sad ending, but hey, yo, but it had a happy ending afterwards. But hey, yo, you know, any the you know there are movies that you just go like, hey, an hour and a half, you killed me. You know, you should have ended it like, I, me and my next door neighbor just watched a movie with Keanu Reeves called Knock Knock. Uh huh. And 
I I go, hmm, you know, it was an hour and a half, hour and 40 minute long movie, which deals with, uh, no one knows what Knock Knock's about. It deals with a family man who gets enticed by these two women, and of course they have sex, uh, but while the wife and kids are out of town, uh, but they're kind of crazy. Yeah, they're they're nutcases, and it's like they they destroy the whole house. Uh, And I got to say, you know, this movie could have been great if it only would have been a short film. If if it would have been a short film, it would have been a good movie. If you want, keep her in there for. And there you okay. Figure out something to do with it. We just Go found cat. out Rocky passed away. Keep her in there for now. Sorry yeah. to hear that. Well, you uh, made it good for a month. Is the butterfly? Yeah, Rusty the butterfly just passed away. Oh. Yeah, but you made well, his ending a happy one. That's yeah, true. Yeah, he did die in a bird's mouth. We kept oh, him alive yeah. for, you know, three weeks. Well, 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 That's pretty good. Than, yeah, you know, uh, especially with the weather the way it is out here, out in California, yeah. for all those who are wondering. Oh, uh, trust me, it sucks here, too. Yeah, I was going to go Nick's parents real quick. I'm going to put it on mute real quick, okay? Well, go ahead. Okay. But yeah, I I understand it's freezing where you're at. But uh, like, well, if you actually, see some the of weather's the memes, been the weather's been crazy. While I was in the hospital, okay, we had a snowstorm, lake fake snowstorm, right. and I mean it was coming so bad I could look out my hospital window, and all you could see was the lights and the snow. And sn- yeah. It melted, and now we've been getting rain on and off. Apparently, it's supposed to snow tonight. And then ah. go back to raining. Well, yeah, I look like uh, like uh, for the last couple of days it's been sunny and a little overcast, but cold, mm-hmm. and mostly for Californians. And if you see some of the memes where people go like, when it's like fifty degrees, people in California have their jackets on because it's yeah. cold. Yeah, my girlfriend lives, my my best friend lives in Auburn. Which is up north of me. Yes, yeah, it's, it's sac- near Sacramento. Oh, yeah, near, like, two and a half hours away, but, yeah, I know that. Yeah, area. so, I yeah, she, she told me it's been getting pretty cold. Yeah, oh, it's like sometimes, some, some, like, even here in the Bay Area, our uh-huh. highs, anywhere from, like, the 50s, uh, to like almost the low twenties or mid twenties during yeah. winter time, and it's like, ah, yeah. eh, like you walk outside and it's like, oh, it's cold, you know. Yeah. Where's you know? It's like I was watching part of the uh, Sunday night football game where uh-huh. the Giants taking on the Vikings, and they were talking about, oh, it's only fourteen degrees out here and uh, getting colder. And I'm going like, I don't think I'd want to be out in that temperature. 
You okay, know, see, I'm they sorry. changed it. Now Now they're saying it's supposed to rain and snow. Oh, well, there you go. There it's you 35 know. right it's, now. Well, probably about as warm as we are. Last time, <laughs> I checked, <laughs> last time we checked, uh, well, because we went out to the store, congratulations. Uh-huh. Um, it, was, it was 44 degrees, 44, 45 degrees. I think uh-huh. their low is supposed to be like thirty something degrees tonight. But yeah. it's like it'll it'll be sunny kinda and then it'll rain a little and then it's like, okay, we're back to sunny, but our lows will be in the fifties. And you know, and you're just kinda like, Yeah, that's kinda chilly for Yeah, they're saying it's hey, supposed Luke. to drop to thirty. Yeah. So I'm going like Hey, I don't mind, you know, it this being winter time. Yeah, we hear you. I heard Rusty's you. Rusty's not dead. He stood back up. Oh, my God, okay. really? Yes. He Maybe she was up. sleeping. I'm telling you, that's crazy. Look, he's standing back up. He's wide awake. He's yes. not sleeping. There you what go. Is no, but he's crazy. Well, you know. Hey, that uh, is really strange. Well, you know, it, oh, it, it, it is, but hey, yo, know, like I met, like, nope. I don't know how long moths and butterflies live. Well, I mean, the weather, it. what the weather you guys are having, I mean, this is crazy. He shouldn't be surviving like this. It's like in the 20s well, in the morning and, oh, wait. But, 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 no. He might be. I don't know. It's hard. We're not burying him. I can feel him breathing on my hand. Is that well, hard? he's still alive. He might be still alive, or he might be, you know. But, but the thing is, is that I know they don't have uh, too long of a lifespan, maybe like about under a year. But I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Okay. Yeah, this, this little guy is so weird, and his little wings are uh, broken, which you, you can see oh. that he's oh, yeah. his little wings. Yeah, but I can feel oh, yeah. But as long as, like, I'm thinking, as long as he's inside a warm enough place, the yeah. butterfly will be fine. But yeah, you know, but it's all depending on. Again. He is wow. Uh, yeah, he is looking at it like like I picked him up out of his and he usually does just like I stick my hand in there and he just like flies right on me. And he didn't wow. do that. I was like, mm-hmm. But I've never yeah. like held the butterfly. Like never in my life. And this butterfly jumps on me, doesn't he, Nick? Yeah, it does. It jumps on her. Look, he was sitting inside of my hand. You see him, Nick. 
Yeah. And now look what he's doing. He's like. Like he, he, he lives off of your energy, Francie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's actually true. No, he, he lives off of your 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 life force, Francie. No, Nikki. Your right. shining, bright and shining light. Your radiant yeah. soul. Yeah, you're sounding, but look what the butterfly's doing, and you've seen what he was doing earlier. And he was like, "Lift!" Oh, come on, he's he's making your your light that you don't have under a bushel. I'm telling you, the butterfly is sitting straight up right now, and his wings are like so, and he's in the palm of my hand right now. He was wow, wow, yeah, that's pretty cool. He's yeah. been really awesome. Like uh, he he flies onto my face and he gives me kisses. I can feel it. I know what butterfly kisses are now. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> now, he was laying flat. I thought he was dead. Now he is standing erect. Like he's sitting erect, but his little legs are still buckled. But he's sitting erect, and his little butterfly wings are, like, erect right now. I don't know if he's dead, but he is sitting erect now, and he was laying flat on my hand. Huh. That's amazing. It's weird. It's weird. It's still pretty amazing. Yes, of course. I'm... It's sort of like... Let's take a picture of this. Let's take a picture of him right now because he was laying flat earlier. My, my, I, my... Okay, I can't take the picture. I got the phone in one hand. I got to put the butterfly in the other. Okay, I'm going to tell Nick how to... Oh, first you got to turn it on. It's... Oh, uh, you don't. Uh, yeah. Oh, Nick, it's yeah. not a sexual yeah. toy. Okay. Oh, <laughs> no. Uh, it's easier. It's a. Uh... Wow, he was laying uh, flat. Okay, now, uh, you're once the little doggy shows up licking the screen, you're gonna have like the little camera, and you gotta swipe it from left to right. I mean, sorry, from right to left. Right to left, right to Joe. <laughs> uh, to right. the football field we go. I'm out here I'm in the football field. It's free. He was laying flat in my arms, and when I thought that he was dead, he's, and I can feel his little breath, and his little head is standing up now. I can feel him breathing on my hand. Well, they breathe. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And you want to see? That's one tough little butterfly. Huh? That is one tough little butterfly. It is because we can see where his little wings have been strapped, like clipped, where he's been through. Held back. Yeah, and he's still hanging on, so there's a reason he's for it. Yeah. yeah, Nick, this is kind of a cool butterfly. I wish we could have done a video library with him. 
How is yeah, he just? I've been chronicling him on, on Facebook. No, look, he was lady flat, and he picked himself back up, and he's wings up. Are you getting him? He's wings up, and no, he was. No light. What do you mean there's no light? There's no light. So do you want me to walk into the light? Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm even going to walk with him on my hand. (laughs) All right. I'm walking. Carolyn, walk into the light. No, don't walk into the light, Carolyn. Yeah, (laughs) Carolyn. Yeah, no. Here we go. I got him. There, oh yeah, there, there, there it is. She is. It, it's a she. Nick says it's a she. Yeah, it's it's Rusty Fly. Rusty Fly. It's flies. like Brundle Fly, but Rusty Fly. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Look at that. It's fantastic. Look at that. It's beautiful. Oh. It's still alive. It's standing up. I know. It's standing up. Let's start in the fire in the. No. Fire. Okay. No. Oh, that's great. That's beautiful. Uh, like, like looking. You, you can even see his tongue. Do what they say on Google and take a toothpick to its proboscis and put it on a sponge that has hummingbird food on it. We did that, and you, you saved them. The, the toothpick to its but proboscis. you saved them, Nick. You did mm. the you, hummingbird. You, you can do the proboscis thing. I don't want to. No, I don't want the, to. The toothpick. Have you ever seen the pictures, Prancy? Have you ever seen the pictures of the glass butterfly? No. Google glass butterfly. There is a real butterfly, and its wings are clear, see-through, just oh, like glass. Yeah, I did see that. I did. They are so awesome looking. You make fun of my Donald Trump look. Yeah, you don't have to do it. I did that yeah. day when I learned to take photos, and I said, don't take a photo of my face because I got laryngitis. Don't, don't do that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's so cute. Or she's so cute. He says it's a uh, rusty fly. Oh, she's moving in my hand. Oh, she's still alive. She's still alive. Oh, look. Yes. That, that is a tough butterfly, man. Yeah. It's been through everything, and it's still hanging on. Yeah, and don't forget, guys, coming up New Year's Eve, it's uh, Twilight Zone on Pi Pi. There we go. Oh, yeah. For New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah, she's got, oh, Nick, Nick. Don't worry. Nick, Nick, Nick. Watch the cat in my lap until we get a hold of Rusty. No. Sorry about that. Okay, can you get Rocky or Rusty? I'll get. Oh, okay. Okay. No, I'm just 
that was specifically designed to make sure that Nick gets into it. Uh, hold on. Let me... That's, in fact, he hold was on. in... Uh, Joe, you were there with the Comic-Con um, show that we hold did. On. And yeah, one of the uh, authors... Uh, hold on. Was it Wizard World? What was his name, Nick? That uh, said, "Hey, Joe Flynn," and he made everybody applaud for him. Uh, Michael Rooker. Huh? Was it Michael Michael Rooker? Ralph Macchio wouldn't talk to me. That was Wizard World. I think that was Wizard World. Yeah, and we had to stand in line, but that same convention, we talked to one of the authors um, that was there at the Comic-Con. He's putting on a convention, and Nick is, like, one of the most important special guests for that show, which is really cool. So we're going to do that show, and... So, yeah. Hold on. Okay, hold on. Let me check. I am checking, checking, checking. Sacramento. uh, The Wizard World will be in Sacramento in June, uh, the 17th and 18th and 19th of this year. Um, I know... Uh, let's see. Let me check one more other convention that's coming. I know. Uh, a lot of conventions. Joe's just naming off a couple of conventions. Well, well, basically, I know Wizard World uh, is coming in June. But come on, dog. Quiet. And October 15th and 16th is the Sinister Creature Con, uh, which is in Sacramento, uh, which uh, should be quite interesting because uh, their guests so far include uh, B. Neal, who worked on uh, Star Trek, uh, The Galaxy Quest, uh, The Lost Boys, Beetlejuice, uh, Bill Bryan, uh, the character who played the steak puff marshmallow guy in Ghostbuster, uh, Robert Kurtzman, of course, from KMD Effects, uh, but also uh, Andrew Didolf, who was Wishmaster, uh, Naomi Grossman from American Horror Story will be there, and uh, one of my uh, uh, actresses that I admire uh, from her role in Ginger Snaps, Catherine Isabel, and of course in Hannibal, and uh, of course uh, American Mary, she will be there. And so that's coming up in October of this year. Uh, All right, Sacramento. Uh, can you can you send me those links and I can go ahead yeah. and get Nick. Uh, I mean, of course, Nick is going to be a headliner. I mean, because he's Nicholas Grabowski. 
Of course. Well, I can I can send you the link. Yeah, and, if you'll uh, send me the uh, link. See if they will uh, add him and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, I, I and, will and do that. If you like the cast and all those great things. Well, no, here we go. I'm going to post the Sinister Con Creature Con on your Facebook page right now. So right. it's going to be posted on yeah. your wall in a second. As and, soon as and I the thing is, is that we got to get go. Joe into these two. Uh, so yeah. Joe has a hotel room. They are he's in Sacramento. Yeah. yeah. Free room and oh, board. Hey. Yeah. I know. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. Hey, dog, can you chill out? I don't have anything for you. I'm talking <laughs> to the dog right now. The dog's barking <laughs> at me, telling me it wants food. It demands food. Oh. See, now that's a great blooper clip to play. Yep. Uh, we uh, are up to run out of time. Nick, is there anything okay. you want to say before we go? No, just keep going to downorton.com with Black Bet Cheese and uh, follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Okay. All right. Uh, the the British woman is about to cut us off. So I thought that we would play Christmas, everybody. Uh, Christmas pass. So Happy New Year's. Yeah, Happy New Year, yeah. everyone. Merry Christmas weekend. And Happy New Year. Oh, my gosh. Hey. Next time we're going to talk, it's going to be next year. <gasps> yeah, I know. Crazy, huh? How the years fly by. Yep. Oh, if you need my address, just IM me, Francie, so you can send me, or, or Nick can send me my comic. Yes, yes, we are going to do that. Um, here it is. Um, five-year confessionals of Francie and Friends. I'm not sure what this is, but it's a five-year confessional. Okay. Here we go. All right. Confessions. I'm just a wannabe filmmaker. Actually, it is my hopes, dreams, and aspirations to make midget amputee porn. (laughs) Edward X. Young ships me alcohol on Saturdays, so it is here by Sunday night by the time I start my show, and it makes me become a drunk. (laughs) I am wearing this uh, regimental style, yes. And I tell you, the, nice. the kilt has caused many, many a, a wondrous and, and amazing events at the cons that I go to. I always wear my kilts to the cons. I actually yeah. had an elderly woman. When I say elderly, I mean like in her 80s woman come up to me. She was just a guest at the hotel, and she's like, oh, I've always wondered what a Scotsman wears under his kilt. She lifts it up, and she found out what a Scotsman wears under his kilt. Um, and what was her reaction to what the Scotsman was wearing or not wearing underneath his kilt? Well, I took her back to my room, Ron. I mean, you know, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> so I, I, definitely, I definitely want to say,
thank you for definitely doing the show. Because I got a, I got a confession to make, and I hope you don't think I'm a weirdo for this. Your posters filled my wall as a teenager. Ah, uh, that's cool. <laughs> there you go. Cool. In the future, when I join Scientology and we go looking for a wife, they're going to come knocking on your door. <laughs> Hello, Scientology here. So you're, you're part of Scientology. What's that? Uh, so you're a part of Scientology? No, I'm a Catholic. Did anybody just hear my chair squeak? No, I, thought that was, I thought that was a fart. You know what? <laughs> no, that was, that was my funny. chair. I, I got to ask you one. I got to ask you one ball busted question. Do you guys ever fart in the ring? Let 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 a little red biscuit come out or anything? Uh, I farted a couple times. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Is that what you're talking about? Fart? I didn't hear you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, listen. I got to tell you a story. I got to tell you a funny one. I fought at. Uh, it was one event that I fought. At. It was actually a pretty big event. It was at the Foxwood Casino. I don't know if you. I know. I'm sure everyone's heard of Foxwood yeah. Casino in Connecticut. And um, I fought there. Yeah, and um, I had a stomach virus that weekend. So, uh-huh. dude, I mean, I'm like running back and forth to the bathroom, back and forth to the back, and back. I'm, I'm literally. And the thing about it is, in Connecticut, their their commission is strict. So, I mean, they uh-huh. took my, my urine. You know, every time I went to the bathroom, they had two commissioners with me, be outside of the toilet, making sure I'm not using any drugs or doing anything wrong. So, I'm, you know, I'm. I'm shitting my ass off, farting away in the bathroom with two commissioners outside listening to everything. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, think, I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, I hope this goes away, because I could just think of me being outside fighting. I get punched or kicked in the stomach, and I shit all over myself. I mean, that would, I, you know, that would be it for me. I would retire. I would probably disappear from the face of the planet. Something like that would happen. And, yep. Let me. I I gotta ask you this because I I told Nick I was like I'm gonna do this. Okay. Uh, do you know why you're here? Do you? Do I know why I'm here on this radio show? Um, well, I do know that I'm doing several of these kind of things. I'm out promoting my new album, uh, Untamed the Songs. But if you have Love another it. notion as to why I'm on the show, I'd like to hear that. I'm chopping screwed and I'm loving it. Oh. Okay. Um, okay, uh, I am totally losing my place. Okay. Uh, that's, that's well, that timing was great. Who did that? That's one of the all in the family. That's a me. Was that the toilet? <laughs> I think so. Was that, I wonder if Nick's was the link? <laughs> I think that was I Nick. I don't think. Now, now, they Yes, this is uh. This, first of all, this is uh. This is Spanky Brown, and uh, Spanky Brown. There he is. Where Spanky Brown. <laughs> yeah, let me tell y'all, this is some bullshit right here. I want y'all to know. I went out. I went out. I went out to Marshall today and bought a kilt. I bought a damn kilt. First of all. Are you wearing it? And please, if you are wearing it, please tell us you're going commando, too. I am. I know. If you're black, but we don't do the commando <laughs> thing too often. But listen. <laughs> they don't make kilts long enough for that, Ron. <laughs> That's right. That's right. 
kilt on. I'm one of them right now, so I'm sitting <laughs> with my kilt on. I got a I got a kilt with I, I got a kilt with spinners on it right now, and I thought that you guys through <laughs> and have freaking rowdy rowdy piper on, but I'm ready for some rowdy rowdiness, and I get I stay up late. I'm skipping the Matlock Marathon on Ivy Television right now to be here with y'all ass, and I can't believe this shit. I got my I got my copy of They Live on my lap. Oh, that's a great movie. <laughs> and I cannot believe that you guys have not come through with the interview. I, you know, I really am disappointed because I was all set Fancy. and ready. Oh, you know what? Uh, uh, hold on a second. I think I might have a special, special person to talk to. Um, just, just a second. He's uh, uh, this. This guy is filming this one woman's tattoos on her belly, and she's 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 unzipping her jeans right now, so he can get a better view. And oh yeah, uh, uh, hold on, hold on. I I think uh, I'm I'm getting closer. Got. Uh, um, somebody that might want to talk to you. Hold on just a second. Uh, hold on just a second. Hello? Hello, is this Jake Busey? Yeah, this is Jake Busey. Huge fan. Hey, how are you this evening? I am doing fantastic. I am such a huge fan of you and your father. In fact, when I first started this show, I was like, I got to get, I got to get you guys on. And here you are. Really? Wow, that's awesome that you are a huge fan. Thank you. I'm I'm honored. Well, well, thank you very much. So, uh, so, uh, are, are we on the air right now? What are you doing? What are you, what's what's going on? We are live and on the air right now. Oh well, that's just too cool. Um, we're we're over here at the Wyndham Hotel, just wrapping up a uh, a great Saturday here at the Horror Find, and there's a great uh, great group of people, great bunch of people. I tried to say the word all at once, which would have been grunch, and that wouldn't have been good. But there's a great group of people, uh, a lively bunch, and uh, um, the show has been going fantastic. There's lots of exhibitors, uh, every kind of aspect from of horror movies. From uh, I mean, I'm looking at a guy right now who looks like he just came out of uh, Hellraiser. And then over here to my right is uh, Freddy Krueger. And then I'm looking at Jason from Friday the 13th across from me. It's quite, a, quite an interesting uh, eclectic group of folks. And uh, so, you know, we're just kind of winding down the evening. And uh, tomorrow's going to be a big day. Sunday's going to be a, another big day being that it's the Labor Day weekend. So... Looking forward to, uh, I think, somewhere in the neighborhood of about 50,000 people showing up tomorrow. That's a lot of money. Uh, I think the phone's cut now. What'd you say? That's a lot of money to be made. Oh, a lot of money to be made? Yeah, uh, well, I would imagine. Um, you know, but it's uh, the press economy. Not a lot of people have a lot of money, so 
um, really comes down to uh, people coming out to meet their favorite actors and uh, perhaps buy some products for movies that are uh, special to them that they've been saving up for. And, uh, you know, um, it's more about meeting and greeting and knowing each other and uh, perhaps having a photo taken with your favorite actor or uh, getting that set of vampire teeth you always wanted. It's, uh, it's, it's a good thing. Now, now, let me ask you this. Um, could Nick walk away right now with an autograph from you to me? Um, I'm sorry, but I'm on a tiny cell phone that was handed to me by your associate. Did you, uh, <laughs> could you repeat the question? Yes, uh, I was wondering if you could give Nick an autograph. You and your dad, um, Give me an autograph? Yeah, I could give him an autograph, absolutely. And then uh, he can bring it to you. Yeah, I could bring it to you. Yeah, you know, the going rate of these shows for the autographs, you know, everyone has uh, a fixed cost, so uh, there's no arguments, and there's uh, no one is uh, given any favors or slighted or... Uh, no one feels bad walking away like they got a worse deal than the other person. I mean, there's pretty much just a set rate price of what autographs cost and all that stuff, you know, for the general fans. But absolutely, I'll give an autograph, you know, to Nick for sure uh, for you guys. And I uh, appreciate talking to you. It's been great. And I can't wait till, uh you can have my band Sons of the Wallace on the air when we drop our record uh, close to Halloween. And uh, we're really looking forward to it. Yeah, well, we would love to. We would love to do a tour of the East Coast. We're just uh, we need to find a promoter on the East Coast who's got uh, a good lineup for us to do a, a tour with a few different bookings uh, within you know the amount of time, like you know a couple of weeks up and down the East Coast, and uh, that would be a great way to launch our new record. So we're. Uh, we're very excited about the possibilities of doing that, and the record sounded great. We're about halfway done with it, working at the Village Recording Studio right now in L.A., and uh, it's coming along fantastic. So, uh, Sons of Lawless, look out for us. That's awesome. That is such great news. In fact, I got somebody right here, Jake, and I know you got to run soon, uh, that would like to say hi, and she's actually a fan of yours also. Oh, well, awesome. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.